And good morning and welcome to BSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Monday, October the 10th, the morning. Paul, we've got you all week, Paul, because Ollie is over in Mexico seeing Guanajuato Silva. Yes, that's right. Uh, and uh, looks like we're starting off with a nice rainy day. I got in before the rain, oh. but I do come in rather early. So um, hope the weather's nicer in Mexico. <laughs> it was a beautiful weekend. Yeah, it was. It was quite nice. Yes. Yeah, I played a three and a half hour tennis match. Absolutely shattered now. There you go. <laughs> squash, squash match tonight. Uh, let's hope it stops raining for our cycle home. Anyway, anyway, let's get on to news. Um, uh, let's start with uh, Camel or Central Asian Metals. Uh, obviously, if uh, if Carlsberg did mining companies, it would be Camel. Uh, they never fail to deliver, really, do they, Paul? Well, it's been really steady here with the Q3 uh, production operations uh, results that they released out here today, looks like. <laughs> they uh, did have uh, production rates up quarter on quarter in copper and zinc, but down slightly in lead for the quarter. And then for the nine months, uh, they're still down in zinc by about 800 tons from a year ago, but it's flat in the copper and lead output from the uh, Kunrad operation in Kazakhstan and the lead zinc mine at Sasa in uh, Macedonia. So, and no lost time injuries at either location at all. So very clean uh, safety record for them here. They did give an update on guidance too, that they are on course to re to uh, increase the 2022 guidance for Kunrad uh, production that they had expected. So it should be something shy of 14,000 tons uh, this a year, which is an improvement from what they had earlier thought. And then SASA production guidance uh, that they had given earlier in the year, they still think they're on course there, so no particular changes there. Up to 22,000 tons of zinc in cons and 29,000 tons of lead in cons. So uh, it just, since they did pay off the debt uh, also uh, for acquiring SASA, uh, the last payment was made in August, uh, that means they should be accumulating cash now. Uh, they are. They're putting themselves in a very strong position. Uh, of course, the big question the market keeps asking is, what will they do next? Um, but I think you just have to trust the management. Uh, they're good guys. They know what they're doing. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's been a long process. They do want to make sure they make a really solid deal and uh, they're not in a particular hurry to do it. Well, there's some pretty interesting assets out there now, though, of course, because the fact of the matter is that there's been basically no mine development at all for about 15 years, and there is going to be an almighty squeeze. So uh, now would be a pretty good time, I'd have thought, to make an acquisition. Yep, and they certainly have had a good long time to look at some of these assets they've had their eye on. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do I want to talk about next, Paul? Well, we had the ASX listed gold producer, Gold Road. They also put out their quarterly uh, statement here as well. Gold sales of just shy of 40,000 ounces, and they received an average price of uh, $2,380 Australian per ounce, which is uh, pretty strong here with uh, actual production of 83,600 ounces uh, during the quarter, and that was in line with their expectations. Head grade uh, on the mine was at 1.26 grams per ton. It's a 50-50 joint venture on Gruyere with gold fields, and the gold recovery was really nice, 92% uh, just over that. And uh, they seem to be on course for all of their guidance here at this point. 
they also hold some strategic holdings in some of the other Australian uh, uh, interesting players as well. So it seems uh, pretty steady as she goes for them. Why don't you make a, a quick mention also of um, back in the UK, uh, Oriel Resources, uh, spelled O-R-I-O-L-E, not like Oriel, which of course is close to my heart. Yes, Oriel like the bird in this case. Uh, it's, uh, they quantified their gold deposit target size on their uh, I Am Gold joint venture Bebemi project uh, in uh, Cameroon, it's gold project there. They're shooting for something on the Bacasi Zone 1 between 6 and 8 million tons, grading uh, something over 1.5 grams uh, in that neighborhood. So that would be about uh, something uh, between 300 and uh, 450,000 ounces if uh, they realize that. And they modeled the target over 1,200 meters in uh, strike length and to a depth of 200 meters below surface. So uh, with those numbers, uh, they will be, uh, and those are independently derived numbers uh, from a third party. They didn't do those in-house. So uh, they'll be looking to confirm that uh, here um, uh, with uh, uh, continue drilling as they go ahead. And of course, uh, IM Gold is going to want to see a bigger overall deposit across the deposits across the project. So um, exploration continues. Okay. And why don't you just quickly find up whilst we're talking to little aim quoted ones with a Blue Jay mining. Yes, uh, that Blue Jay Mining, the AIM-coded Greenland Explorer, they have uh, completed their uh, season program here on the Disco Nickel Project up in uh, uh, Greenland. Uh, that's West Greenland. And it is uh, primarily what they did is a lot of geophysics and uh, geochemical soil sampling out there. Uh, so uh, this, this would be all in preparation then for identifying the next round of drilling targets. Very good, Paul. Uh, that'll do for now. Um, speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.